0: Good morning and welcome to my podcast. The name of my podcast is Unmasking the Issues in Relationships. This is a safe room. This is a comfort room. This is a place and space where you can come and be yourself. This is a place where you may hear live interviews, people sharing information about their lives, you may hear any and everything. Remember to be respectful and tasteful at all times. Come on in, take your shoes off, have a seat, have a glass of wine, a drink of your choice, and less have a conversation. This is also morning coffee on the pie bean. Today, I'm going to be talking about three books that you guys need to be looking out that is coming your way. The first book is called, My Plants Pray For Me. I'll say it one more time. My Plants Pray For Me. This book is about a young couple in love christian background a young lady was introduced to her fiance and they fell in love and they're engaged and they're preparing to get married and purchase their first home so they can start their family this is after being with this man for six months all of the bubs are going off She's getting signs from God, messages from God, and she's ignoring every one of them. And she still is going to marry this man. And she finds out that her future fiance and his friends are narcissists. And they cheat on their girlfriends, they cheat on their wives, they stick together a close bond. But as time goes on, she realizes that she needs help now they're married they purchased a home he's abusing her every time they went to go look for a home and now they're in their very own home and she's being abused she realized one day that the house doesn't have any flowers and she goes to purchase some flowers she goes to the neighborhood flea market and the young man there gives her a background on the flowers. He tells her that his grandmother was a prayer warrior. She was an ambassador of prayer. She prayed all the time in church for the people, for people who will call her, write her letters. She even, when family members would come to her, she would even put a three by five card with a print on it in the closet. He went on to explain to her that his grandmother passed away and that the family came to an agreement to sell a house, but nobody wanted the flowers. The flowers reminded them too much of their grandmother. They always heard soft voices. And he went on to share with her as he was driving down to bring the flowers to the flea market he heard a soft conversation going on in the back of his car and he started to cry and he pulled the car over and he said to himself I must be missing my grandmother he said one day he went over there and explained the situation that he was going through and as they was cleaning his grandmother's house out he found the 3x5 car with his name on it and a prayer And it reminded him too much of his grandmother. So when she wanted to purchase the flowers, he said, no, take them all. You know, gave it to her at a cheap price. And the flowers were singing in the house. They were praying in the house. And at times people heard them, but they thought it was other people in the house talking to them. But get the book and check it out. Now, the second book is kind of, it's the ending to the first book. Now, in the first book, she's getting married and she's on a party bus. 30 women on their way to Vegas, laughing, drinking, and telling relationship horrors of what they went through. And now, she's having her own relationship horror because one of the main characters gets killed and everybody's in jail and she need help for real relationship horrors check it out trust me I guarantee you won't be displeased the last and final book is called For love is like water. The number four, love is like water. This book goes on to talk about water and some of the similarities that you have with love. Water is tasteless motionless it purifies filtrates and it's good for the body and one thing you cannot live without is water because the body is made up of 99.9% water the same as love is impossible to live on this earth And not love or experience love. Even if you're not in a relationship, some people love animals, they love dogs, they love cats, they love nature, they love flowers. It's impossible not to love. And in this last book, we talk about being in different relationships and changing and transforming according to who you're with to appease them and the same as water when you put water into a cup a jar or you even drop it on the floor it starts to conform and transform into whatever you put it in this is morning coffee on pie beams this is Unmasking the issues in relationships. Trust me guys, you're gonna love these books. I wrote these books myself. My name is Felicia Pearson. This is a comfort room. This is a safe room. This is a place and a space where you can come and be yourself. And you may hear any and everything and you can discuss any and everything. So let's talk about relationship horrors. I'm going to start the night with this topic. Now, in the book of relationship horrors, is this one main character, which is from the first book that I love so much because she's a realist. And what I mean by a realist is, one of the cousins went on to talk about another cousin and when somebody loves you authentically you cannot talk or say or demonize their character in front of them without them checking you so now they're on a party bus and these women are getting drunk and they tell these stories and one of the young ladies she does something very foolishly and i'm not going to tell you guys what she done i need you guys to buy the book check it out read it i promise you guys you're gonna be on edge you're gonna be saying no she didn't and she did so when the cousin get up and say listen I want to share something I think that Keisha embarrassed herself when she did what she did and cousin Gina stood up and said, don't do that don't talk about her don't you dare demonize her character like that she's not here to defend herself don't ever do that and the other cousin said what are you talking about She says, when you stood up and said, can I share something with you guys about Keisha? So, Cousin Gina gets offended because most of the women on the bus are family members, close cousins, and friends, and best friends. And when somebody loves you like that, you cannot say anything in front of them. Now, as time going on and Gina gets a few drinks in her. And she says to the family members, I know you guys been wondering where I've been. So Gina turns the table around and says, I know you guys have been wondering where I've been. And Gina goes on to explain where she was. And Gina was telling her relationship horror and what happened to her that impact her life and changed her life. And she's starting life from the beginning. She goes on to share with her cousins and family and friends on the bus that she met this young man. They adored each other, they fell in love. And his wife had passed away from cancer. And him and his kids took it very hard and they did not know how they was gonna make it through and six years later he's coming out of the mourning process the kids are still struggling but he's trying to help them and Gina comes on and two years later she moves into the house with them Ava winds up going on. The daughter loves her, adores her, but the son hates her. And the son is around 9 or 10, and he dislikes her very much. He doesn't like her because he thinks Gina's trying to come along and be his mother. He's not looking at Gina as dad brought in some help to help the family he looked at it like you know she's trying to be my mother so one morning he gets up he gets ready for school and he heats the iron up and he burns himself very badly and he goes off to school Gina's off for the day and she's in the kitchen she's cooking and the boyfriend flies in the house and she said, hey, hon. And all of a sudden, he punches in her mouth. He's beating her in her head. They're in the kitchen fighting. She doesn't know what's going on. Why are you acting like this? And the reason why he is acting like that because the son went to school and told the teacher that his dad's girlfriend burnt him with an iron And sent him off to the school like that without cleaning him up and he was bleeding and his leg was pussing from the burnt iron iron burning him on a leg and the school called the father at work The father left work came to the house and started beating up on her and the cops were called and he explained to the cops what she did. Gina said she never had an opportunity to ask, you know, what did I do? He started hitting her and she was locked up for a whole year in jail until they figured out that from the kind of psychiatrist and the therapist that the young man was lying. That he did that because he didn't want Gina living in the house. Because he felt like that was his mother's house. And she came along and tried to be her mother, his mother. So while Gina was locked up in jail, she had a good job. She lost her job. Um, she owned the house. And she was renting it out. And her house got taken from her. Foreclosure. Her car got repossessed. The money that she did have saved up in the bank, she used it all to pay for lawyers um, to survive. Her mother and father jumped in, tried to help her. And now they found out what was going on that the little boy lied. And she's out of jail back home like she was when she was a teenager living in her room that she grew up in and feeling like she's a failure because she didn't see this coming and she's broken she's hurt she's frustrated she's aggravated she needs a job she feels bad that she has to come back and live with her mother and father and put pressure, more pressure on them to help take care of her because now she has no job, she has no money, she has nothing and she has to ask for car fare to catch the bus to go job hunting like she's a kid. And all this happened to her because of a lie. Get the book, check it out, you're gonna love it. It keeps you on edge every moment. It's another story in relationship horrors that was very interesting and this story was a little different from all the other stories that in relationship horrors it was a, a mother of two children a set of twin girls and She's working, taking care of her kids, doing what she gotta do. She meets somebody and they hang out, fall in love. He loves her children like they're his own, take them to malls and get their hair and nails done, like a daddy endured a day. He does stuff like that. So like she cares for him, she loves him. And they both live in separate houses so they never moved in together. She asked him what did he do for a living he said maintenance he cleans up um and he was a great provider for them he paid her bills his bills took care of the kids like she really needed for nothing now he's stating to her that they've been together for two years and they need to go on a trip to have that time and that moment to themselves and she agreed so they go to drop the children off to the mother's house, but she said that he always had a bad habit of changing cars. So as they was leaving to go to the airport to go to Jamaica, he pulls up at a light and another black car with tin on it pulls up. He proceeds to get out and told her to get out and switch cars that his cousin would meet up with him again at the airport that he just needed to borrow the car for a second so she said oh let me get my luggage out he said don't open the trunk don't worry about nothing he'll meet us at the airport so now they're getting close to the airport and sirens goes off and the cops are pulling them over and the cops come up to the car and ask both of them to get out put their hands on the roof And they talk and they pop the trunk and to your knowledge, you know what they found. And he asks the cop, one cop, can I talk to you? He pulls the cop to the side has a conversation. And he points his finger at her and says, all of the drugs in the trunk of the car belongs to her. And she's standing here, her mouth hits the floor, and she starts to cry and says, I don't believe he's doing this to me. So, she's in jail during a very long time because of being in love and a lie that was told on her. So, she's not able to see her kids this is good stuff, y'all. I'm so serious. You really, really got to check it out. And I know you guys been wondering where I've been at. I've been writing and typing and up all times of the night. Good stuff. Everything's all good. You need to check it out. Um, my Plans Pray For Me. Check that out also. I'm just going to give you a snipping and a clipping of the almost to the end part. So is this one part where the main character, she comes home from a girl's night and her husband has all these people in the house. She didn't even know he was having a party. So now she tries to go into the basement of her own house. And the ladies that were there were collecting a fee. And she kept explaining who she was, that she was the lady house and they wouldn't let her in. And before you know it, they got into a fight. And as they got in a fight, her husband walks up and says, I told you guys not to bring your cousins here. That every time they come, they start stuff. And now they jump my wife in her home. And he loses his mind. Check the book out. The first one is called My Plans Pray For Me. My second book that is a spinoff and a finisher to my plans pray for me is relationship horrors you will hear different stories from different women who talk about what they went through and how they got there where they were and all in the name of love like all in the name of trust and all for the sake of this is um who they were to be with somebody and accepting cheating and accepting lying and things they was accepting and that they knew better. They knew better. And for love is like water. When you think of water and you think of the smoothness of water and how water feels so good on your skin. You can be at work and run some hot water and stick your hand in it and you can visualize yourself in a hot tub. It makes you want to go home and take a hot bath. That's how deep water is. So now, with For Water, For Love is Like Water, excuse me, it's this one part in this book that I truly truly adore this part is transformation you meet a guy he's Jamaican I've been together six or seven months before you know it you're talking like you're Jamaican you're learning his culture you digging him you feeling him you breathing him and now you're dressing like you from Jamaica you even go visit Jamaica and now the relationship is over and you meet the next person that he's a trainer and he works out and he's intense and he does this and he drinks smoothies and da 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 and you do the same thing changing and transforming and cuff warming. Into what somebody else wants you to be. And then they bring this long list of their values and what they're looking for and what they want, but never saying what they're changing or giving up or laying down to be with you. This is unmasking the issues in relationships. This is Morning Coffee Under Popping. My name is Felicia Pearson. Sit your glasses on the table. Turn the lights out. And good night.